And now we join Mark Weber for the first hour of Garden Talk. Mark, how you doing today? Good to hear your voice, Mr. John. Same to you. Um, are you ready for a, another edition of Garden Talk? I'm always Talk? ready, sir. All right. You know, John, all we get is rain around here. I know. <laughs> it's better than being really dry, though. Mm, that, that's true. <laughs> it's better than snow, too. <laughs> Very well put, Mr. John. Well, ladies and gentlemen, this edition of Garden Talk, we are going to be talking to you about your yard, your garden, and landscape questions. We're going to talk about all the amazing colors that are in a blaze right now. The whites, the pinks, the blues, the reds, the greens, and how we can help your landscape stay green and beautiful the remainder of this season and the seasons beyond here on Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The views and opinions expressed during this program do not necessarily reflect those of the staff and management of Cox Media Group Ohio. This is WHIO's consumer warrior, Clark Howard. Beware scam artists in Dayton. I'll find you out. This is WHIO meteorologist Kirsty Zantini. If weather breaks this hour, we will break it. And you're listening to an Ask the Expert weekend on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. And a good Saturday morning to each and every one of you, and welcome to the first hour of what will be three amazing hours of Garden Talk here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. If you've got a gardening question, I would love to hear from you today at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That's 457-1290. That'll put you into the... uh, (laughs) into the phone lines here at WHIO Radio. And as I begin this morning's uh, broadcast, I would love to hear from you. If you've got a question about your lawn, I've got answers for you at 457-1290. If you get questions about your landscape, I've got answers and solutions for you at 457-1290. If you got questions about your soil, your lawn, your trees, your plantings, or whatever is going on in your landscape. We would love to talk to you today as well. A little bit about myself as we begin this morning's broadcast. Uh, My name is Mark Weber. I'm with a firm based right here in good old Dayton, Ohio, called Mark Weber's Landscaping. You can uh, learn about uh, my uh, company at uh, WeberLandscaping.com. That's Weber with two Bs. Dot com And uh, you can uh, be happy to learn a little bit about all the different horticultural and agricultural operations and lawn care things that we do for folks all over the place. Um, we do things from consulting all the way to landscape design and management. And uh, we do a lot with trees as well. And uh, I'm a, I hold a couple degrees from Ohio State University in horticulture. I'm designated by the International Society of Arboriculture as a um, board certified master arborist, less than 2% of all the certified arborists in the world hold that designation. I'm also a tree risk assessment qualified arborist, and I'm also a certified professional horticulturist, as deemed so by the American Society for the Horticultural Sciences. So as we begin this morning's broadcast, I, I encourage you to call my show and uh, let me help you. That's what I do best. I help my I thrive helping people, and I thrive with educating people about their landscapes and their trees and their lawns. And, and I love to talk to you today. If you've got a question about your grass, um, it it seems like we go from, um, worse to worse. All I got to say is if there ever was a year that you could sow grass seed and not have to worry about watering it very often. Um, I think this is definitely, uh, Definitely the year. I will I will give you that. Maybe some of that grass seed is actually drowned with the uh, the way that the season has um, gone along. Today, as of May 4th, we are resting at 280 growing degree days. And uh, what's interesting is, is that uh, at this point in time, um, imported leaf we- widow leaf beetle has emerged, and that's that uh, insect that pretty much chews and eats your willow tree to the shreds um, during the late part of spring and early part of summer. The other thing that's kind of cool at this point in time in the landscape, 
one of my favorite plants that has a lot, I have a lot of favorite plants, but one of the cool ones that's just beginning to be in full glory right now um, is Father Gilia. Father Gilia is a cool plant because it produces these little white flowers on it. It kind of looks like a brush cleaner, and uh, they're extremely fragrant. And Father Gilia belongs to the witch hazel family of plants, so it tends to like kind of dry, shady kind of locations. Um, another one that's in bloom right now that you don't see a whole lot of very often is uh, Red Buckeye. Um, Red Buckeye is kind of a cool plant that uh, is a smaller tree in the Buckeye family. And it has these magnificent red flowers on it that uh, make such a very nice, delightful um, little landscape plant to be added into the, into the garden. And uh, you, if you drive around town this weekend and you see uh, a plant with these very large red flowers, a good chance it's probably the, the red buckeye, and it's called Ascius pava. P-A-V-I-A. It's kind of a fun one at that. Also, another one that's in bloom this weekend as well is Japanese Caria. And that's a cool shrub that uh, does not get enough uh, claim to fame as far as its needs in the landscape. Japanese Carias are, uh, they have kind of a green twig to them. Grow about four to five feet in height um, and produce these double golden yellow flowers on it. Just absolutely stunning. Um, and I've also seen caria as well. Japanese caria actually flower, uh, <laughs> um, even in the, in the fall of the year, which is kind of a cool thing as well. Um, a lot of things to look forward to in the next days and weeks ahead too, because, um, my viburnum black hall, which is viburnum prudifolium, has just begun to bloom. And it is by far, in my, at least in my opinion, one of the most fragrant of the viburnums next to some of the uh, Carlos cephalins. But this one is a great shrub from the standpoint that's a great replacement for honeysuckle. Uh, maybe you've heard me talk a little this week here on WHI Radio about the perils of honeysuckle and the and the unfortunate world of ticks, and uh, we, we, we seem to uh, find ourselves um, in, um, in kind of a predicament right now in many cases with this tick issue. But um, I, I would just generally say is this is such a delightful year, time of the year um, to enjoy the landscape. And I encourage you today to... Give me a call at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. I'd like to talk to you about your landscaping challenges. And uh, today's program as well, we're going to hit on some really important topics too. Um, one of which is coming up at the bottom of this hour, which we're going to talk about why uh, you don't want to hit your tree with a lawnmower. And we're going to talk about what's the result of damaging your tree by striking it with a lawnmower. And it may seem kind of innocent and, and all, it's no big deal. Well, we're going to talk about why when you damage a tree with a lawnmower, you are opening up that tree to a whole bunch of uh, potential problems, of one of which is making it a hazard. And we'll talk about that as well. Also today in the garden kitchen, uh, we're going to do red beets, which is a great vegetable that can be cooked on so many different fronts and so easy of ways. It's the time of the year to be sowing your red beets. I will tell you what, my spinach is up and growing. I predict that I'll probably be eating my first spinach probably within about 30 days or so, within about the end of this month or so, or first part of June, which is kind of exciting. Uh, my leaf lettuce is up and growing. I've got potatoes up and growing. Um, I'm, be, I'll be, I'm starting to plant my first tomatoes and peppers. Um, it's a wonderful time to be planting. Also today, coming up a little bit after in the garden, kitchen, in the garden, we'll be talking to Duke Stockslager from Stockslager's uh, Greenhouse and Garden Center out in New Lebanon um, about all of the activities with spring that's upon us. Um, also today at uh, 7.30, we'll be talking to, to Randy Tischer at Green Velvet Sod Farms. We're going to spend a little bit of time talking to Randy about... Um, about some of the issues that we're seeing in turf grass, and one of which is nearly impossible mowing conditions. And we're going to talk in great 
specificity about uh, some of those challenges and what you should be trying to to think about. And also today, um, we're going to be talking to the Better Business Bureau about selecting and choosing um, a tree and landscape contractor and some of the important uh, things that you should be aware of as well. As you can tell, we've got a lot of miles to travel today. And uh, the, one of the most important uh, points of today's program is, of course, your questions at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. When we come back, we'll give you an updated weather forecast and so much more on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Dayton and Springfield Station for 24-hour news, weather, and traffic. And our Ask the Expert weekend, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. David Cemetery has been serving the families of the Miami Valley since 1826. Did you know that even if you choose cremation that you can still choose a traditional grave space and headstone? At David Cemetery, you and a loved one can place your cremations together on one space and provide your family a traditional final resting place. For more information, call 937-434-2255 or go to davidcemetery.com. David Cemetery, generations of care. We know that purchasing a new system is a big decision. At McAfee, we feel you should only have to make it once. That's why we offer lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance, not even a charge for filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Any season, any time, McAfee. Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. Hothead Burritos is celebrating Cinco de Mayo with $5 burritos and bowls from 11 a.m. to 9 p.m. All day long, Sunday, May 5th. Tell your friends all burritos and bowls will be just five bucks each this Sunday, May 5th until 9 p.m. at your Hothead Burritos. Busy weekend, WHIO listeners. Make sure to check back Monday morning for traffic and weather every six minutes and the latest local breaking news on Miami Valley's Morning News with Larry Hansgen. Right here on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Good morning, everybody. It's 619, 19 minutes after 6 o'clock. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Starting off with areas of patchy fog around the Miami Valley, temperatures near 50 degrees. As we go throughout the day, passing showers mostly through the afternoon. Areas to the south, you'll see those showers lasting into the evening as well. Into the overnight hours, skies clearing up, temperatures dropping to 47 degrees and we'll start off Sunday with sunny skies and a high near 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows overcast sky conditions. We're resting at 53 degrees up at the airport right now, 55 in Springboro, 55 in Xenia on the station that uh, you depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's our Ask the Experts weekend on the Miami Valley radio station with breaking news, weather, and traffic, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would uh, like to be part of this morning's broadcast. We would Love to be part of your Sunday, Saturday morning. And if you've got a question about your lawn, your landscape, your trees, um, it's important to give us a call because we are here to help you for the next uh, two and a half hours. And I think we can't say that enough. We're here to help you today. No matter what your challenge may be in the landscape, we've got an answer and solution for you at 457 457- 1290. We'll talk a little bit about tomatoes this morning and how to pick and select tomatoes. Keep in mind that uh, tomatoes are grown three different ways. What we mean by that is there's what they call um, determinate, semi-determinate, and also uh, 
um, determinate, semi-determinate, and indeterminate. And what that means is that the t- a determinate tomato plant grows, flowers all at once, sets fruit all at once, and then the fruit comes ripe all at once. That means all at once. Determinate meaning it grows for a determinate period of time. And it flowers, sets fruit in a very short span of time, but does it all at once. And tomato varieties like that are similar to like what's called called Laroma. And they're typically grown for canning purposes. Now, indeterminate tomatoes are ones that bloom um, throughout the season, set fruit throughout the season, and ripen at varied levels throughout the season. And those would be varieties that uh, go on and on and on, but one ideal one that you can may have may know well off the top of your head would be like Big Boy. That is a is a uh, indeterminate um, cultivar of tomato. Now, when we also have what they call semi indeterminates, which are um, similarly like both of the determinate and the indeterminate, but in the case of that, as they bloom set a lot of fruit, but then we'll set some fruit thereafter. And it's a, a, a variety like that is called celebrity. So with that being said, each of those three types of tomatoes also um, require certain amounts of cultural improvements, meaning when we grow them. Um, we know that if we let tomatoes crawl on the ground, so to speak, and not keep their foliage off the soil line, they will develop a number of decay organisms that could cause for the fruit to become less of quality. So one of the secrets with tomatoes are is, is to shorten their lifespan in the, lands, in, the, in the garden, thus growing them for a limited period of time to reduce their risk of being harmed by, by fungal diseases. Or we lift them off the ground and we tie them and we cage them. Um, and that's why many of the indeterminate types that get, can get, you know, feet tall need that type of special culture. Otherwise your fruit quality is not going to be the best. Keep in mind that tomatoes pretty much at this point in time in the season can be safely planted. And, uh, remember that they need full sun and lots of nutrition. Now with how wet it has been. It may be also fruitful for you to consider planting some in some pots and containers. The beauty of that is, is that you don't have to worry for the garden to dry out. You can control the soil. More so, you can uh, control um, the, the pot size. And just keep in mind that if you're growing tomatoes, you need a container that's at least 24 inches in width and 24 inches in depth for that plant. Um, to have enough space to be successful in its uh, growth. 457-1290, if you've got a question about uh, your yard, garden, and landscape, maybe you've got a question about growing peppers or a question about growing lettuce, maybe you've got a question about growing carrots, maybe you've got a question about trying to grow blueberries in your landscape, um, we have got a, a phone line. In fact, we've got one, two, three, four at 457-1290, that will be more than happy to take your calls this morning and help you along the way with your yard gardening and landscaping challenges. The other thing that uh, I am seeing a lot of these days um, is people who are mowing their grass way too short. And I can't say that enough, way too short. If you are mowing your grass way too short, what you are going to eventually cause is for a very shallow root system. And I know with as much rain as what we've gotten, many lawns are growing like gangbusters these days. And uh, you could probably mow about every three to four days and it's probably not enough. But it's better to mow on the high side and, and versus the low side because every time that you mow that lawn too short, you are removing a lot of that root system that, that's below ground that you're going to rely on come when, it, when the rain stops. So if you have a bluegrass lawn, I would say generally you should be no shorter than two and a half to two and three quarters in height. And the way you know that is, ladies and gentlemen, to uh, measure your lawn, meaning after you mow it, 
Take a ruler out there and actually measure the height of the grass blades from the soil line up to where the top of the grass blades are, and that would be a good measure. If you are growing turf-type tall fescue, you're going to be about three inches to three and a quarter inches. And I will tell you, my turf-type tall fescue lawn seems like all it wants to do is grow. I mow, I've been mowing it probably about every five to seven days, and, and I'll be frank with you, today, yesterday when I got home, I should have mowed it again, but I didn't, but I'll fight die probably on Sunday. So at the end of the day, the other thing that's important right now is with wet, wet grass, you are going to make your lawnmower blades incredibly dull fairly quickly. So keep in mind, sharpen and balance mower blades. Clean out the bottom of your mower deck with every mowing, um, particularly because you can't harbor a number of pathogens that you can spread by mower clippings. And then next thing is, is that if it is standing water in the landscape, I would generally say try not to drive your mower over that area. You're going to compact the soil uh, and just do the best you can as far as letting conditions dry out. But uh, if the soil conditions are so very, very wet that you're going to cause for soil compaction, you'd probably be advisable not to or use a, a lighter mower. 457-1290, it's the number of the dial. If you would like to uh, be part of Garden Talk, I would love to talk to you. If you got a question about a tree, um, a landscape question, um, I have just loved to talk to uh, every one of you today. Um, the other thing that uh, I saw a lot of this week is this crazy volcano mulching stuff. Um it seems to me that we we, we, we we just don't understand how tree roots grow. And maybe that's my fault because I haven't done a good enough job explaining that uh, for as long as uh, 28 years. But the thing is, the roots of the trees in your landscape are very shallow and wide. And when you uh, come in trench, deep trenches around your trees and uh, pile mulch on top of that, you are predisposing that tree root system to potential future failure um, on, a, on a very rapid basis. So generally speaking, it's better to have wide beds, not with deep trenches around them, uh, and more so that mulch should not be piled up against the trunk of your tree. And uh, that's important as well. 457-1290 is the number to call. And when we come back, we're going to go in the garden. We're going to talk a little bit about uh, the, the good and the bad and the ugly of many things in the landscape. And most importantly, help you at 457-1290 on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. It's an Ask the Experts weekend on Dayton and Springfield's 24-hour news weather and traffic station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. This is the station Dayton turns to first for live team coverage of breaking news. WHIO Dayton Springfield. Your news starts now. Depend on it. It's 6.30. I'm John Tisdell with a WHIO News Update. Our top story, it's been a wet spring and could see some more showers later today, but we are expected to see dry conditions throughout the weekend. A rainy season has another round of showers to come, but some uh, sunshine in the forecast. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag. Your exclusive WHIO forecast is coming up. At WHIO Triple Team Traffic, watch for a broken down vehicle in the area of Nicholas Road. It's in the 2100 block of that area. If you're going to be traveling onto the freeways this morning, traveling northbound 75 from near Edwin C. Moses Boulevard, that uh, 10 mile drive to Interstate 70 will take you about nine minutes point to point. Our top story, it's been a wet spring across the Miami Valley. We've seen a lot of rain, especially this time yesterday. Some areas have dealt with some patchy fog this morning. We've seen that thin out just a bit. Troy moments ago was down to about two to three miles of visibility. They've bumped back up to six pair of tens up in Wapakoneta and Salina. So this is very patchy in nature, uh, not widespread, and it shouldn't have a huge effect on your commute. Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mag says we will also see dry conditions this weekend. It's got the full forecast coming up in just a moment. Now to Jacksonville where a Boeing 737 plane from Guantanamo Bay, Cuba, crashed into the St. John's River at the end of a runway of a naval station. Captain Mike Connors, the commanding officer at Naval Air Station Jacksonville, says the passengers were released after they were checked out. Passengers uh, were provided uh, some shelter and some water uh, as we waited and um, 
Uh, we've since, uh, with uh, cooperation from NTSB, uh, have uh, released those, uh, the passengers. 143 people were reportedly on board that flight. 21 people were taken to the hospital but are doing okay. The lawsuit between photojournalist Andy Grimm and Clark County is now settled, and Grimm says he's relieved to be done with it but still isn't completely happy. I'm happy to be able to talk about it, but I'm still like just mad that it happened. Flat out, it shouldn't have happened. It could have been avoided like a million times over. Grimm won't say how much the case was settled for, but says he took less money in order to avoid a non-disclosure agreement because he wants to be able to talk about the case. Now to Illinois, where an explosion ripped through in a manufacturing plant in a Chicago suburb. At least four people had to be hospitalized after a ground-shaking explosion and fire at the AB Specialty Silicone Plant north of Chicago in the town of Waukegan, Illinois. People who live nearby say the plant's been leveled. But so far, no word as to what caused the blast. Reporter Jill Nato says the Lake County Sheriff's Office is investigating. Now the most accurate and dependable forecast here, Storm Center 7 meteorologist Jesse Mack. Starting off with areas of patchy fog around the Miami Valley, temperatures near 50 degrees. As we go throughout the day, passing showers mostly through the afternoon. Areas to the south, you'll see those showers lasting into the evening as well. Into the overnight hours, skies clearing up, temperatures dropping to 47 degrees and will start off Sunday with sunny skies and a high near 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Latest scan live Doppler 7 radar is uh, overcast and cloudy across the area, dealing with some patchy fog also across uh, portions of the Miami Valley this morning. Currently, we've got 48 degrees in Eaton, 52 degrees in Springfield, 53 degrees in Dayton at 633. I'm John Tisdell, WHIO Continuing News. Wild birds unlimited. This Mother's Day, give mom something that will bring her joy for years to come with a gift from Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering. Help her yard come alive with a wide selection of bird feeders, bird baths, nesting boxes, decorative garden accessories, and of course, the best bird food in town. Before you know it, mom will have a symphony of songbirds and you'll turn her garden into a truly special place for her and all the mama birds who will bring their babies to the feeder soon. Or treat mom to a unique gift like chimes, jewelry, nature-themed kitchen decor, garden hats and gloves, beautifully fragrant soaps, lotions, and much more. The gift ideas for Mother's Day are unlimited at Wild Birds Unlimited in Kettering at the corner of Far Hills and Stroop across from Town & Country Shopping Center. You'll see, nobody brings mom and nature together like Wild Birds Unlimited. Wild Birds Unlimited, we bring people and nature together. Hi, Pete Kasuja here in Old North Dayton, where my wife Shirley and I started our garden center in 1963, and now we have customers who come to us every year from Ohio, Kentucky, and Indiana. The reason for such loyalty is because they know that we have thousands of shade trees, fruit trees, weeping trees, dwarf trees, evergreens, and flowering shrubs, all ready to load. We also have 16 greenhouses where we grow thousands of bonsai trees and indoor plants and garden plants, berry and fruit plants, and don't forget our green mat grass seed. So today, mow in May. We're about a mile east of the Stanley Avenue exit on I-75, so come out to 1309 Brant Pike and be dazzled. Once a year, the sun shines brighter, flowers bloom, and the Elizabeth Diamond Company puts hundreds of diamonds on sale for our Spring Bling event. For three days only, save up to 30% store-wide or choose 48 months interest-free financing on engagement rings, wedding bands, loose diamonds, and more. May 3rd through 5th, representatives from Takori, Baraggio, Jack Collet, Simon G, Crown Ring, Fana, Michael M, and Gnome Carver will be on hand to show off this year's stunning jewelry. Elizabeth Diamond Company Spring Bling. Eight designers, hundreds of diamonds, three days only. Friday, May 3rd through Sunday, May 5th. Celebrate spring with savings up to 30% store-wide or choose 48 months interest-free financing. Make your personalized appointment today. Call 937-434-0003 or visit shopedc.com. It's true. If you haven't shopped EDC, you're not done shopping yet. 
This is Clark Howard here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Did you know you can get our latest news flash briefing on your smartphone or iPhone? Use the Google Assistant app and say, play WHIO News. You're listening to Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to help your garden grow. Many landscape properties have turf grass that's often near the root systems of valuable trees. And those roots of the trees provide the functions of anchorage, energy storage, absorption, water, and uh, nutrient uptake. Most roots of trees are located in the first 12 to 18 inches of the landscape floor and often rise to the surface. Many cases, these surface roots can be injured early, very easily by lawnmowers, weed whackers, and bed edging devices. And keep in mind that tree roots are protected by bark. That bark is a very thin layer. And when it is breached and broken by a lawnmower or breached or broken by an edger, it allows pathogens to enter inside of the tree. This invasion of pathogens will likely cause for that tree or that plant to become a hazard because it will rot and decay the wood away. Keep in mind that there should never, ever, ever be the occasion for a root system to be damaged or the above ground parts to be cut or injured as well without proper care. And if by doing so, you will actually predispose the plant to falling over in the wind. Keep in mind that you want to remove the turf away from the bottom of your tree and plant shade tolerant plant cultivars. Physically remove it and maybe add a little bit of mulch into that area, but most importantly, don't add mulch up against the trunk of the tree. And finally, don't try to, if you hit your mowers with the, your trees get struck by mowers, you will likely cause them to fail over and die. You've been into the garden with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your gardening questions. Call Mark now at 457-1290. Here's the gardening guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial. If you'd like to be part of Garden Talk, I would love to hear from you. Open lines right now, no less than four at 457-1290. And without further ado, up on the Horticultural Hotline, we're going to join your friend and mine, Mr. Duke Stockslager. Good morning, Duke. Good morning, Mark. And it's spring. <laughs> you know, I will have to say, if... Uh, it has been absolutely gorgeous on every level, every level. I mean, we the lilacs have bloomed just spectacularly. The dogwoods are an absolute color. The red buds are, are doing what red buds do best. Um, my astromeria is out in my front porch pots just keep blooming and blooming and blooming. My pansies have been blooming since... I guess it was September. <laughs> they still keep blooming. You know, I mean, it, it, it's like nonstop beauty everywhere. And all we want to do is complain about the rain. <laughs> well, the rain's going to come and we may as well just stop complaining about it because we can't do anything. But you are so correct. It has been a gorgeous spring and we haven't had to worry about frost. It's mm -hmm. the temperatures that we have have just been fantastic for the color this spring, the uh, spring flowering bulbs, the tulips, the daffodils, it's all just playing right in there for a gorgeous spring. It's still early, Mark. We're uh, when, when we look at that average frost date for southwestern Ohio, Miami Valley, May fifteenth, we are we are doing just fine, not having that garden tilled and planted yet. Yep. Yep. And it's and, and most of the vegetables that we're that we're thinking about planting, at least at this point, are warm season vegetables. And we just kind of breached over that May line that kind of opens the door for when we can plant. And and I've often have said this spring too, that if you are growing plants, you may also consider doing them in pots and containers as well. And and you don't have to worry about how wet your garden is, Duke. 
And and one thing that most avid gardeners know, Mark, and if we till that garden, if we work that soil, when it's too wet and we get those clumps, they're going to be with you all summer long. Mm. And you're going to have to really work hard to get that soil broken up and into a fine manner. And don't get too anxious. And as far as the warm season vegetables, pepper plants, eggplants, it's plenty early. It's too early with these temperatures, the cool nights. I think tonight we're back into the 40s again. So we, we have plenty of time to be doing that gardening, and you are so correct. Container gardening, and I like what you said when you said 24 inches diameter and 24 inches deep mm-hmm. on those tomato plants. If you don't have enough soil volume there to keep the moisture when they dry out, that's going to uh, affect the fruit, uh, even to the point if they dry out too often, they'll drop the fruit. So it's uh, good to have plenty of soil volume available when you're doing container gardening. And and, and, and also, Duke, we need to also tell our, our, our clients on the radio here, too, that when you are doing this, it's important to use a soilless potting mix. And and Duke, can you like to explain to our listeners what a soilless potting mix is? Well, and that's something, Mark, that's a great, uh, great comment. And when you're using the process mixes, they drain so much nicer. They have the right mixture, a combination of ingredients that allow that soil to drain, that's going to give uh, a nice porous conditions that the air gets into the roots and it's going to give us healthier roots something that doesn't uh, that's the reason we don't like that heavy clay soil because it stays too wet compacts you use a mixture that is nice and airy that will drain will provide nutrients to that uh, plant and the importance of us also providing the fertilizers periodically because no matter what mix that we use the plant in, Mark, the we need to add over a period of time, especially in a container, the nutrients, the watering is going to leach those nutrients out of that soil. So it's of a great benefit to add the nutrients. But the soilless mixture, the processed ones that have just the right balance of peat moss, and other uh, components that make that soil what it is. Exactly. Duke, tell everybody where you're at. So I often said, people that find stocks layers always say, that's such a cool place. <laughs> tell well, tell our listeners where they can find you at. Well, we are one mile west of New Lemnon on Route 35 here in western Montgomery County. 60 years, Mark, we're celebrating this year. That's incredible. 60. It, it, it's, so, it, it's such a reward. My parents started this years ago, and visiting with the customers that come in, the customers we've known throughout the years, and the new customers that we get to meet. There, There's so many exciting things going on. They have a new introduction of an impatient this year that – a couple years back, the uh, impatient down in Mildew, they've now come up with an impatient that's more resistant. It's brand new this year, really not available in the garden centers, but it's always fun to help our gardeners be successful in their growing. And there's a lot of exciting things going on. Outstanding. Outstanding. Duke, you guys have a good day today. It's good to hear your voice. And, uh, I was so happy to talk to you today, yesterday, sir. Say, take- well, Mark, thank you for inviting me on this morning. And gardening, see, we're just at the beginning. Plenty yep. of time to do what we enjoy doing. It's not over till it's over. <laughs> you have a great day, and we'll talk to you again soon. Take care, sir. Bye-bye. Bye. Ladies and gentlemen, let's go into the garden kitchen. You're listening to Garden Talk with Mark Weber on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Now it's time to go into the garden kitchen with Mark Weber, a weekly tip to improve your kitchen table. This week's in the garden kitchen is the red beet. And I want to tell you what, folks, 
This is one plant that is edible from top to bottom. Its roots are edible, its greens are edible, and there's so many different things you can do for it. And the most important thing is red beets are good for you, incredibly good. In fact, a 100-gram serving um, is only 43 calories, and beetroots are an excellent, excellent source. 20% of your daily vitamin needs can be found in a red beet. In fact, red beets, ladies and gentlemen, can be made into a numerous things from juice um, to wine. And you can make a hamburger out of a red beet root. You can do a number of things. One of my favorite things to do with red beets, and it's so easy, is to take the red beet root, um, wash it off, and then wrap it in foil, and then put it in the oven and let it cook for probably about an hour or so comes right out take a butter knife and you can peel the skin right off and that roasted beet is simply delicious you know red beets have been around for a long time and they've been used in multiple cultures for all different uses but most importantly they're easy to grow in fact uh, when you plant uh, red beet seeds typically this time of year they'll be up in about five to seven days be sure to thin them out so that you've got one red beet uh, plant for about every three to four inches. Otherwise, they'll be overcrowded and will reduce the size of your beets. And you can literally plant red beets all the way up to probably about the first week of September and have ample supply. They can even be harvested in the winter season as well. This week's In the Garden Kitchen is Red Beets. You've been into the Garden Kitchen with Mark Weber. Phone lines are open for your questions now. 457-1290. Here's the Garden Guru, Mark Weber, on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290. That's the number of the dial. If you would like to be part of Garden Talk, I would love to hear from you. 457-1290. That'll be the line to give me a call. I'd love to talk to you about your landscape, your trees, whatever is going on in your world. We have got a, an answer for you at 457-1290. That's 457-1290. Um, as we begin this uh, next hour of Garden Talk, we'll be talking to all of you about no matter what your question may be, we've got an answer for you. And we're going to spend a lot of time talking to everybody today here on Garden Talk. 457-1290. And uh, when we come back, we'll give you an updated weather forecast and so much more on Garden Talk on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. The Miami Valley's only radio station for 24-hour breaking news, weather and traffic. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. I'm Danielle from Burns Garden Center, your local garden grower. We've been providing the Miami Valley with incredible plants and local knowledge that produce eye-popping gardens for three generations. This weekend, only at Burns, get a hanging basket of super healthy and colorful flowers for just $10. That's right, just $10 for a hanging basket full of fresh, locally grown flowers. Get them while they last. Come visit us in Beaver Creek or Middletown. You've got to see Burns. Life happens. At McAfee, we make it easier for you by offering lifetime, worry-free coverage on new McAfee systems. Never a charge for repairs, never a charge for maintenance or filters. And when the day comes the system needs replaced, you're covered. Learn more at mcair.com. Any season, any time, McAfee. Hi, this is Wesley with Everybody Fitness, and we are extending our offer for a free 30-day membership. That's right. You can still check us out free for 30 days with no purchase necessary. We have eight locations with tons of equipment, rows of cardio, and group fitness classes. We also have free childcare and free tanning. You can even do your cardio in our movie theater. Also, most of our clubs are open 24 hours, so don't wait. Get your free 30-day membership by stopping in or check us out online at everybodyfitness.com. 
everyone's financial needs are different. Tune in Saturdays at 3 as author David Gaylor discusses the plays for your game plan for retirement on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Investment advisory services are offered through Precision Capital Management and SEC Registered Investment Advisor. At Wild Birds Unlimited, we are your backyard bird feeding experts. Got squirrel problems? We can help. Blackbirds taking over? We know what to do. Wild Birds Unlimited. Visit us online and in the Voice of America Center in Westchester or in Springboro next to Dorothy Lane Market. This aggression will not stand, man. Hey, it's Todd from the Sunday Edge here on WHIO Radio. Sundays from 6 until 8 p.m. Plan to attend WHIO Radio's aggression-free Saturday night at the movies with the big Lebowski. Nobody calls me Lebowski. You got the wrong guy. I'm the dude, man. Join us May 18th at the Historic Plaza Theater in downtown Miamisburg. Doors open at 6. Showtime is at 7. Oh, nice marmot. Who doesn't love a nice marmot? Honestly. After the movie stick around for a Q&A session with storyboard artist and filmmaker Jay Todd Anderson. He'll also be selling and signing his new book, The Official Lebowski Storyboards. Obviously, you're not a golfer. Prizes and fun throughout the night and tickets are only $5. WHIO's aggression-free Saturday night at the movies. Get more details and tickets at whio.com forward slash the dude. Yeah, well, the dude to buy. It's springtime in the Miami Valley, and that means driving kids to and from sports practice and school activities. Our reporters are working around the clock to keep your family safe on the roads and to provide important weather updates from Storm Center 7. Here on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. Hi, everybody. Good morning. It's 6.52. Let's check out the updated weather forecast from News Center 7. Starting off with areas of patchy fog around the Miami Valley, temperatures near 50 degrees. As we go throughout the day, passing showers mostly through the afternoon. Areas to the south, you'll see those showers lasting into the evening as well. Into the overnight hours, skies clearing up, temperatures dropping to 47 degrees and will start off Sunday with sunny skies and a high near 70 degrees. I'm meteorologist Jesse Mag on the Miami Valley Severe Weather Station, AM 1290 and News 95.7. WHIO. A current scan of the new live Doppler HG7 radar shows uh, no activity right now. We've got overcast skies resting at 53 degrees up at the airport, 56 in Springboro, 55 in Wilmington, 55 at my house. On the station that you uh, depend on for weather, traffic, and garden talk, AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. When the Miami Valley gets hit with breaking news, severe weather, or traffic tie-ups, depend on us for up-to-the-minute information. AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. 457-1290 is the number of the dial if you would like to be part of Garden Talk. We would love to talk to you. Let's head back to the telephone lines at 457-1290. Let's go talk to Marilyn. Marilyn, good morning. Good morning. How are you? Fine, thank you. Good. How can we help you? Well, I was wondering, what is thatch, and how, how can you identify it? And then my other question is, should the uh, grass that I winter seeded, should it have come up yet? Well, let's first begin with thatch. <laughs> okay. Um, thatch is the result of rhizominous growth of the grass, meaning... Uh, the predominant type of grass that grows by rhizomes is um, is Kentucky bluegrass, meaning that every year it grows rhizomes from the parent plant into a zone that's outside the parent plant where it runs these rhizomes that come above the ground and produce a brand new plant. And this is kind of a weird, a weird thing to say, but the grass that you're walking on today or last year, is not the same grass that you're walking on this year. Did you know that? No. Yeah, that's why bluegrass grows by rhizomes. Now, conversely, uh, fescues, like turf-type tall fescue, it's a clumping grass, meaning it's not rhizominous. Now, they've done some research, and they've got varieties that kind of grow rhizominous, but it's not even come close to what Kentucky bluegrass does. So at the end of the day, this is what's fascinating about this is the grass that you're walking on this year, it's different if it's Kentucky bluegrass, it's different than the grass that you were walking on from the previous period of time. 
So, and what is a result forms thatch. Now, some varieties of Kentucky bluegrass form excessive thatch. And what happens when you have excessive thatch, it kind of feels kind of spongy when you walk on the lawn. That's one way you know it. Another way you can do is stick a soil probe and push it in the dirt and see how much um, thatch is below ground. And either, either way, when you're done with the day, you want to control thatch. And the way we control thatch is by hollow tying core aeration. Is that, okay, well, what about fescue? That doesn't form it then? Fescue does not form thatch. No. Oh, okay. No, ma'am. Now, All right, well, now, I didn't know if, if I have, I guess, fescue, so I guess I don't have thatch. Well, and, and, and the other thing is, this, it doesn't mean, though, you should not do holotine coriration. Uh-huh. Yeah, because holotine coriration, beyond helping reduce thatch, will help also um, with increasing the amount of um, aeration in the soil, which improve plant health as well. Okay. Okay. Now, mm-hmm. your next question was, should your crabgrass, I mean, your grass seed have germinated by now? Is that yes. what you Yes, most grass seed, if it was sowed properly, is up and growing as we speak. Okay, even even if I I planted also planted some maybe like two weeks ago, would that have come up too? Uh, the way it's been raining, it ought to be up pretty quickly. <laughs> okay. <laughs> All right. I I guess the winter didn't come up because I I don't see it, but uh, I, I do see a little bit of the of the of what I planted a few weeks ago. So. Okay, just be patient, but if, if it hasn't come up yet, it and it's been back in the winter when you sowed it, it could be likely that it may not be around. Uh-huh. Okay? Okay, well, thanks a lot, Mark. Thank you, Marilyn, and have a good a good rest of your Saturday, okay? Thank you. Thank Bye. you. Bye-bye. 457-1290, if you'd like to be part of this morning's broadcast. In the next hour of Garden Talk, we're going to be talking to Randy Tischer from Green Velvet Sod Farms. And Randy and I are going to explore the whole issue of, of all of the rain and how it's affecting your, your, your landscape. And we'll spend some time with him as well. And uh, we're going to also be spending time with all of you at 457-1290. That's 457 457- 1290 that'll put you into the master control studios of whio radio and uh, we would love to talk to you about whatever's going on and we're going to talk about red thread disease that you may be seeing in your lawn what it looks like if it's life-threatening to your lawn and how to control it and also we're going to start to talk about how to manage turf grass under these really wet wet conditions that we've had for the for the last uh, probably couple weeks or so. So we'll talk about that. Plus your calls at 457-1290. Don't forget during the week, you can always reach out to me at www.weberlandscaping.com. And that's spelt with two Bs. And, uh, or give us a call at area code 937-835-3381. More Garden Talk will continue after this on AM 1290 and News 95.7 WHIO. From our downtown Dayton McAfee Heating and Air Studios, WHIO AM Dayton, WHIO FM Pleasant Hill, a Cox Media Group station.